All right. Uh, welcome back to the NBC Talks podcast. We know we took a little, no, we took another break. Um, well, Jay was outside and I was inside. That's basically what happened. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> yeah. So that that that's that's the too long didn't read. Um, and I, I won't be outside till later this month. Yeah. So um. <laughs> so as always, blame Jay. I mean, ninety percent of the time it be me. So I'm not even gonna like front. <laughs> it really do. The the ten percent is me just being dog tired for whatever reason. Like even when it's weather, it's usually me. I'll be like, no, my power, <laughs> my internet went out. It'd be me. Yeah, which is, I, I always uh always struck me as like interesting because I was like mine flashes sometimes, but uh most of the time like they stay intact. Um, I just I live by our power lines and all our lines mm -hmm. by a bunch of trees. Oh, that makes so much more sense. So it was okay. That's like me living back in the country. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. it's too windy and stuff goes off and on because the lines are knocking around and yeah, it was like. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that long stretch of road where this all me me and M have been to my place. That long <laughs> stretch of road where it's just a whole bunch of trees, that's where all our lines are. So that's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Especially when it's a bad storm. Yeah. And like a limb gets knocked down off a tree and then just the power goes out. That that's real fun. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, ho hopefully hopefully now you keep your switch charged. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, how, how are you, Jade? Any church announcements? Um, uh, my church, I'm outside. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I really am. I'm still in New York right now, so I'm outside outside. <laughs> um, no, but just got back from Baltimore Con, so that was very fun. Uh, got to, I got to dress up and cosplay finally at a convention. Yay! Yiddies was out, <laughs> and thighs and everything in between was out. Um, it was a good, fun weekend. <laughs> like literally a whole weekend, everything was out. It was fun. <laughs> I was outside, um, but yeah, we were slinging them books. Uh, but yeah, it was really good. It was fun. Um, I don't have much. I won't be outside again until October. So thankfully. I get to sit inside for a minute uh, and working on that good stuff. But outside of that, oh, I will stream tomorrow because uh, since I am in New York, I'm going to play Miles. And yeah, y'all going to get a morning stream out of me because I, I need to play more of that. Hey. Uh, so yeah. Uh, outside of that, yeah. Um, October, London, and then Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con. Uh, and then if y'all want to catch in December, we'll be in D.C. for another party. Uh, if anybody is interested in learning about the whole realm of uh, kink, that we did not hear it. I was, I was right. 
But last time we were here, I literally said, go to hell. <laughs> and I meant <laughs> And after what it dawned on me, I said that in the moment. Like, I was talking, I was talking like I was talking to my sister, and I, I, it just came out. <laughs> and then I went, watched it back, and I was like, that's funny. <laughs> no, you are not getting told out of that me. Um, especially when I have to work. Uh, but yeah, uh, so December I'll be in, not DC, I'm sorry, I'll be in Baltimore again. Uh, be in Maryland for a party. So that should be fun. Getting more tattoos. As, yeah, I'm, I'm tattoo obsessed at this point right now. Um, so yeah, having fun with that. Uh, but outside of that, nothing else going on. How about you? Um, let's see. So church announcements for me, uh, getting things commissioned. So might be slight changes to the channel and also, um, figuring, still figuring out merch ideas, but hopefully it'll be a October release for merch. Uh, and then the plans is the October release for merch and a flash sale for Black Friday. Uh, that's what I got so far. Um, and let's see outside of that i'll be i'll be outside like i said later this month really late this week but later this month um uh for the the niche people who like uh like to enjoy my kingdom hearts ramblings uh there's basically a kingdom hearts con um so i'll be at that uh no cosplay because no, but uh, some of the people I know who are going aren't doing it. So like, it was one of those like, I'll chill this year and I'll go all out next year. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll be at that con uh later this week. And as far as streams, I'm still fine tuning schedule. Whenever I'm not dog tired from work, uh, yeah. So the goal is to be consistent but you know work be working so um but still aiming for at least at least three times a week uh but i might work in tuesday as like an off day so i can work on youtube stuff so yeah youtube stuff i released a video yesterday um which is doing really well i think it's the most views i've gotten within a 24-hour period um but y'all should y'all should check it out it's uh it's kind of like uh what what's gonna happen next as far as like news and whatnot um on the kingdom heart side but apparently people liked it so it's still climbing um and watch my videos because i need my watch hours up <laughs> so i can stop looking looking at that meter yeah <laughs> <laughs> y'all heard him say jay do it 12 hours um <laughs> Go away. good night good night uh but um yeah outside of that it's just regular schedule stuff um yeah uh like i said i might work in tuesday it's like an off day to work on youtube stuff but uh this week i'll probably stream tuesday tomorrow and wednesday um so i can rest up uh for the con and stuff um yeah that's pretty much all i got go ahead oh oh and a church announcement a church announcement for really everybody else. Uh, Dreamcom tickets, the first set of the first batch go on sale. Oh yeah. Friday, so for the folks who trying to get tickets, go ahead and try your luck at that first round. Wait, this Friday. Um, yes, it was. 
But yes, so we're going to do first round tickets. Uh, so, y'all, and the, as we all know, Mike in the background <laughs> are my guest stars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yes, um, so yeah, get, go ahead and try your luck at trying to get a ticket if you're trying to go. There are four different rounds that they're going to have. To get tickets, the only reason why, and I, we are not paid to talk about DreamCon whatsoever. Only reason why we say it is because, y'all, it is fun. That was the most fun I had at a con. It was blackity black, 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 black. Um, so I was like, it was. We got a van. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's 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 a really good, very good time. That's why I'm like I'm definitely 100 trying to go back again. Yeah. So I'm trying my luck at getting my ticket on a payday. So I got other tickets by, but I had already sectioned off money for this, so that's going on the credit card. <laughs> um, so yeah, but yes, uh, that. So y'all come be outside with us because we'll probably be there as long as we all get tickets. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean we got it the first time, so yes, R- correct priorities. <laughs> um, my bills go on my real money. My uh, other things, I'm like, yeah, credit card. Yeah, I got, I got a brand new credit card, and I was like, oh look at that, perfect. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, outside of that, that's the only other church announcement for everybody. So yeah. <laughs> Cool. All right. So getting into the t- yeah, getting into the docket. Um, I ain't gonna hold you. It was like kind of a bunch of sadness once again on the timeline. So I feel like digging into like newsy news and the punditry for the elections so far have been ridiculous at best. So I figured we'll catch up on the next round of debates that happen. Um, for the sake of being. Timely is not the right word, but um, that's the placeholder word that I'm going to use for it. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll get back to newsy news uh, when people act a little bit better. Um, actually, well, it's a mix of people and natural disasters, but yeah, we'll, we'll get back to when it's when things are a little bit more subtle. But um, there is something that we should talk about especially as creators and we should let y'all know um if you haven't already heard about it uh so we're talking about the strike again this time uh the video game voice actor strike uh could potentially happen not saying it will but uh sag did call for a strike uh i think it was september 1st citing a lack of progress and renegotiating a contract um, and the union said Friday that its board has unanimously, unanimously agreed to ask its members to vote for a strike by September 25th for video game voice actors. Uh, the union is calling for a retroactive 11% wage increase, onset medics for hazardous performance capture, protections against the use of generative AI to replace working actors, and actors have been sounding alarms about the potential for gener- generative AI to clone their voices and speak lines for them without them getting paid. 
the game companies who are negotiating with the actors include Activision, EA, Disney, Take-Two Interactive, WB Games, Insomniac, and Epic uh, Games was on there as well. Um, I checked the website like an hour ago, uh, and there's no word as of yet on how this affects streamers who stream the video games on platforms like Twitch and YouTube and Kick and TikTok and just all of them. Um, so I guess whenever they vote, uh, September 25th, we'll have better guidance. I know when this first came out, people were like, well, don't stream struck works. And it's like, yeah, but <laughs> like you say that, but like, did they, did SAG say that? Or like, are you just saying that to be extra cautious, which I understand, you know, like we don't necessarily we're not even scabbing we wouldn't be scabbing if we did stream struck works uh we would be just crossing the picket line i suppose because we're not taking the work for, from them we're just promoting i guess but yeah um yeah yes like the promotion and um if mike would come here because he actually had a really good breakdown and made me understand it way more uh, of the strike Oh yeah, you can play Spider-Man too, A5. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you can definitely play it. It's more on the streaming side yeah. of uh, sharing the content because getting the gaming companies into this puts way more pressure as well. Um, yeah, particularly the video game actors. And the video game actors. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I heard parts of it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe because I have headphones on, so I couldn't hear none of it. So um, I heard par parts of it. Basically, uh, it was like they're trying to equate. Um, like when they do certain scenes or certain fight scenes and stuff and trying to equate that to live acting uh, and make sure the same safety protocols are basically in place. Yeah. Mainly for like a your action games like Spider-Man. Because mm -hmm. even though they're voice actors, but they have, they do sit there and they capture, they capture their body movements. Yeah. Um, so somebody has to do that. Yeah. That coordination. Even though they're games, they are almost like productions, just like movies. Yeah. Or shows. So it's. it's... Huh? Like God of War. Yeah. Uh, so it, for streamers, it's more like keep an eye out just because to mm. see how they say. Because, um, like I said, on the website, except it'll tell you, like, kind of what are the do's and don'ts right because uh, even with streaming wise what they came with uh with streamers talking about like the different movies and shows that came out and they were saying like that's actually not crossing for them that's fine because they cannot promote their projects right because even though right now they're picketing they still want their own projects to do well because everybody needs to get paid still right um so they cannot um sit there and do the media for it the paid 
uh, things like if you're a streamer and you're getting paid to talk about it, then that's a no. Right. But if you're a streamer and just like how if we were sitting, if we sat here and talked about certain movies that came out, that would be okay because that's helping to promote them uh, and to spread more awareness. Like that was a whole thing like around um, Blue Beetle because that the strike happened right then. Yeah. They could yeah. So and they wanted the movie to do well. Yeah. So it was more of like a kind of a grassroots thing where it's like we need you guys to do all the promotion because we cannot right now. So and as I imagine, well. We, I'm being hopeful here because if it includes Disney, that means I can't. Maybe that means I can't stream like Kingdom Hearts from that implication, or at least the English dub of it. Um, yeah, that might be a little bit sneaky with it, but um, they didn't say Japanese. Don't stream the Japanese dub. So I mean, you know, anywho, um, new pose, new pose. So I imagine what I'm imagining is that might be the same thing for video games, though, in the sense of like, um, perhaps if you are not paid to stream it, um, it might be okay because they still might want the games to do well. Um, but you you just can't take the money from W or yeah WB Games and Activision, for example, like. You can't do a early copy review uh, provided by, well, we're using Spider-Man 2. So Insomniac can't give you an early copy review, say, tell you to review it um, and you're going to stream it and review it because Insomniac Insomniac provided you the copy. I think that would be an example of streaming a struck work as opposed to you just streaming to because you like it. But they might be more stringent. They might tell you. They might tell us not to stream it at all. But I don't imagine that because just like you said, if we talk about if we're talking about a movie that's currently struck, even if we get paid, we would get paid by like outside advertisers, uh, not necessarily whatever um, company is promoting that movie. Yeah, and then also on the AI side how they could replace, because a lot of the voice actors, if you hear in shows and movies, uh, and but in games too, where they work on a lot of the same games, and uh, there was like a whole thing around when it was a voice actors with voice actors, and yeah. actors who played in movies, and then when they kind of started intermingling, and actors started doing more voice act work, so then it became like less for voice actors, so then now you're adding another component of AI to where you could just have this, uh, the AI read scripts completely. Yeah. And you don't need voice actors whatsoever. Voice acting work in itself is not a, it is a paycheck to paycheck, project to project. Yeah. It's not a. You don't get residuals. Doodles, doodles. Yeah. So I was like, so also, hopefully that's like put in place in there for them as well if they decide to strike. Yeah. Because, um, is that um it might only affect new games it might not affect like older video games might not be struck works because like they're already made but if they call the strike by the 25th 
um, and any new games from the 25th on come out, those might be what's considered strike work. Uh, spoon. Um, yeah. So, um, I just say keep an eye out on the website. Look for guidance. Um, oh, and I know, I know some people have been saying, well, why should I care? I'm not planning on acting. Which, I mean, fair, but it's like, well, you should care because one, ethics. So you want people to get paid uh, what they're owed. Um, so there should be some solidarity on, in a moral sense, but it's just also it's like, well, you say you don't want to be an actor, but what if like, you get an opportunity to be an extra in something, and now you blackball because you decided to scab or uh, just say, fuck the system and do struck work. So, I mean, yeah. And not even that is like, well, that too, but like to uh, add on to that, it's the people who work behind the scenes who are not on the camera. Yeah. These people who get paid significantly less. Yeah. uh, They also deserve things that they, the actors who that we, uh, that we see in shows all the time that you think like, oh, they get millions. It's like, no, actually they don't just because they're on shows. Unless you are a high rating show, back to back, you're making millions of dollars per episode. Some of these actors are again working. It's a show to show paycheck. Yeah. When they get the residuals checks sometimes, and you see the check and be like eighty eight cents. So it's crazy. Uh, you have to. It's a very. The studios care about themselves more than they do with the actors that are in what they're producing because without the actors you won't have anything because yes it comes down to like the production of like you need your producers and your directors cinematographers things like that but also you need somebody in front of the camera otherwise you just have a bunch of people with an idea yep that's it yep <laughs> so yeah so like it, it boils down to everybody it affects even the people who sweep the floor at the end of the night like it affects everybody it does. So yeah. But yeah. I'm just I guess I'll go Rick and say I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying like this is what is out right now. I mean I I ain't gonna stop you from streaming struck works. Uh I know I will personally do my best uh to not engage with struck works. I really I still really gotta check because it was like I don't I don't use a voice actor part on my YouTube channel. I just talk over the scene. So I'm like, does that count? Yeah, I'm waiting for guidance. Um I was like, it, this might just shift into a Final Fantasy channel, which is fine. Which is fine. Um but yeah. Uh yeah, I would just say just peep the guidance. Um if you wanna if you wanna just throw a middle finger to SAG, hey, you can do that. I don't think I would do that, but yeah. <laughs> if you have a backlog, go ahead and hit that backlog up. Yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely take advantage and like I'll, I'll do my backlog because I was like, like I said, I got plenty of Final Fantasy games that I need to stream through anyway. So I'm like, oh, perfect time. So the, the streaming side, I'm not worried about. It's the YouTube side, I'm more so concerned about for me personally. Yeah. <laughs> um. But like I said, I was like, well, if if there's no voice acting in it, I think yeah, I think it would be the same as like covering a movie on YouTube without the scene. I don't know. But we'll see. Yeah. I know that that pairing would 
Yeah. Honestly, that might be the lever that might just be the leverage that they need because video games are like oh, oh yeah. They've been booming this year and they're gonna boom even more next year and the year after. So and like into, yeah. yeah. And they bleed into the um realm of TV shows and movies because now people are wanting to develop all these games into different things. So it's like you kinda it it gaming is becoming its own big entity within the entertainment world on yeah. that side. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anything else on the potential video game voice actor strike? Um, just, we're not, I'm not telling not we're, I'm talking mm-hmm. for Jade right now. <laughs> I am not telling you what to do, but all I can say is what I am going to do is abide by whatever rules that they stay, even as me who doesn't stream all the time, I will abide by whatever they say in solidarity and support. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Moving right along to what's happening in the creator hub. Uh, so I got some Twitch updates. I didn't do all of them. Uh, I did the highlights basically, but uh, Twitch is con- yeah. Twitch is discontinuing support for Twitch Studio. For MacBook after or Mac after September 19th, due to low usage, Windows version will continue to be supported for the time being. Uh, Twitch has released the time the best time to stream research tool to all creators, so that's in your creator uh, dashboard. Um, and you can filter by category. Uh, it doesn't give you a general best time to stream; it'll filter filter it by category. So, uh, just kind of like FYI, it'll give you the average. Uh, views uh for that game for each day um let's see yeah right (laughs) it's like been been using that feature on youtube for ages now um not even that me and the getting features that i don't use (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh yeah yeah you did have that damn um i I always get features I'd be like, oh, cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Twitch just rolls smart detection auto mod to twice as many creators. I don't know if it's all creators at this point, but you might have smart smart detection smart detection auto mod. Um, I guess double check that. Uh, and the Twitch's moments feature is being shut down because it wasn't really used in the first place uh it was it was basically a fomo badge but nobody really cared about said fomo badge so there's that um and if you feature a clip remember clips feature tool came out uh last month um you can change the title of the clip and also the original clipper will no longer be able to delete any clips that were featured which is helpful because if, say, somebody clipped it for you and then they decide to retaliate against you for whatever reason, because, you know, parasocial relationships be fickle, um, then you're, if you feature the clip, it'll be protected. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, YouTube nudes. YouTube is removing ad controls on new uploads starting November 2023. Um, so before when you were monetized, you can like choose which ads you want to show in your video, whether it's pre-roll, mid-roll, all that. Um, instead, YouTube would determine the best ads to ma- maximize revenue and ensure a positive viewing experience for the person person watching based on 
based on a variety of factors. So if you have, cause mirrors don't really kick into about eight minutes. So say you have like a 10 to 15 minute video, you won't necessarily be abusing the mid-roll feature, for example. Um, oh yeah, they can delete the clips they made. Uh, I've seen that kind of go around in uh, streamer drama fits, feeds, Jesus. Streamer drama feeds uh, on Twitter, That's um, that's happened apparently. Um, and funnier YouTube news, well, I'll, I'll switch it. Um, I'll talk about the strike system first. So YouTube just updated its community guideline strike system. Before he broke a guideline, you get a permanent warning. Then if you broke another, you get a strike. And three strikes uh, meant your channel was terminated. Now if you break a guideline, you get a warning, but can take a short course to remove it. If you don't break the same guideline in 90 days, a warning is removed from your channel. So this kind of gives creators a little bit of leeway, you know, just in case it was like, oh, I didn't know we couldn't do that because uh, terms of service kind of be confusing, like something like that. So, um, but obviously if you abuse it, then yeah, your channel is still going to take it down. Uh, so let's see, anything on those two or the Twitch features? Officially, um, so Mr. Beast recently, if you don't know him, super famous YouTuber, got over a hundred million subscribers. 
Um, he, he's like this generation's YouTube guy. So Mr. Beast did a thumbnail test. Uh, we have AB, well, some people have AB thumbnail testing um, for their channels, but he did a thumbnail test of, you know, the mouth open versus mouth closed for his video um, and the mouth closed one. So, um, yeah, YouTube face might, uh, might be adjusted to close mouth, which thank God. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, which I mean, I understood the whole point cause it was like to convey shock or surprise or whatever excitement, but yeah, we get it, <laughs> but uh, Oh, uh, the clickbaits, yeah. Although, in, uh, so I'm, I haven't gone clickbaity with my titles, but I will say, like, adding sensationalism does help in figuring out a title, title formula as opposed to just saying what, what the video is about. So there, it's a fine line. Um, not really. He's trying to see what that mouth do. <laughs> oh, but um so yeah so yeah it might be a slightly new youtube face or the youtube face might not you know might not be as dramatic um on the thumbnails so yeah good news for me i don't have to do the whole shock open mouth face for a reaction <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right, TikTok news. TikTok is launching gift subscriptions for live creators. Currently limited to one month subs. Live creators who have at least 50 subscribers have them unlocked automatically. Must be using, I, it says version 3100, so I'm just going to assume it's the latest version. Um, so you can get gifted subs uh, on TikTok. So all you NPCs out there, um, yeah, good news for y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to do it, but I was like, I, I already know some certain people would leave this chat. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. And uh, creator deep dive, or unless you had anything about the open YouTube mouth, um, <laughs> or the TikTok gifted subs. Yeah, uh, gifted subs. Can, I like, and uh, you know, it's cute that TikTok is like coming up and making, like not coming up, but like they are <laughs> rolling out like different things within the TikTok community um, to make it more engaging and more like just more things for that whole community because that TikTok is a whole different beast. I refuse. Everybody who's on it and doing well, more power to you. Um, I too, I too refuse, but the moderation is just horrible. Um, yeah. Yeah out there killing it so yeah but i was like oh that makes it fun and interactive so, like i got a subscription and you can gift it now to people just like this to where it's like oh giving out to show your support to whoever you're watching yeah um so, yeah that's cool um okay so creator deep dive so i saw a post the other day uh this is how you know i've been like touching grass a lot more and like been just doing my own thing because it, it didn't affect me um but i'll bring it up for the sake of science um 
So there was a post the other day from someone who's actually been on the platform for a long, long time. So they do have credibility. It's not one of these like, let me not count shame or, or follow shame, whatever. Um, but it's not a new creator just jumping on the scene trying to get views for the sake of or trying to get engagement for the sake of views or whatever. Um, this person actually has been is like they're a fairly established creator. Uh, like they've been on for a long time. Um, and their whole thing is about like helping like streamers grow and stay on top of what's going on in content creation world. So, um, they basically had stated, I think in their stream, their live stream that, um, if you are aiming to be a variety, uh, creator or variety streamers, more specifically, it'll be a little bit, uh, or it'll be a bit more difficult to not, only gain traction as far as like your following and your viewership, but to also uh, get activations for different games because gaming companies can't necessarily pinpoint what your niche is. If say you go from like Final Fantasy to Apex to Mortal Kombat, those are like three different niches. Um, can you can you have two different games? Obviously, yeah like she wasn't or they weren't they weren't saying um to like play the same game just like over and over but they were more so saying to niche down so some people did fill away um and basically their rebuttal was well it depends because what if i get bored of playing um playing the same game or playing the same genre all the time uh then i get burnt out then the chat can tell that I don't enjoy this and then they're going to leave because nobody's having a good time. So, um, and I still got activations anyway. So it was one of those types of things. Um, I was just bringing it up and see what, what people think. What do y'all think? <laughs> I, okay. So, so my thing is like, I see both, but I do see, I honestly, I kind of see, I know for me personally, I kind of see my brand kind of just like doing better, sticking to a niche. Um, and is there a fear of burning out on it? Yeah, but if I feel like I'm getting tired, it'll be just getting tired of trying to make content to entertain the masses, not necessarily getting tired of the game itself. Um, obviously, y'all know I play other games other than Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy, but those just tend to be my bread and butter of like what I really like. So like, it will just be easier for me to cre create content in within that kind of, within that realm. So, um, and it will be easier because like, if I just focus on kind of that world of gaming, then it'll be really, it'll, it'll probably be a lot easier for me to get an activation eventually from like Square Enix, for example, as opposed to trying to figure out how to get an activation from another company like Activision or Insomniac or something like that, especially if I haven't been playing their games historically for a long time. So if they look at my channel, they can be like, why should we give you this? So, um, so I will say also like, depending on how you structure your YouTube channel, it makes a hell of a difference doing variety versus niche. And by that, I mean, depending on how you structure your YouTube channel, you'll, you're way better off uh, doing niche as opposed to variety. For Twitch, 
I think it just kind of goes either way, uh, depending on what the chat vibes with or like uh, if you can make your niche uh, worth supporting, which I know is something I'm trying to still figure out on the Twitch site. Uh, but yeah. Um, I, I will say, I mean, I'm usually not a, a both sides are correct, but both points were valid, but and I can see where both sides were coming from, but I'm kind of on the niche side overall. I'm still figuring out Twitch, but overall, I'm very much on like, you should niche down a little bit, not play one like a game here and a game there and like yeah um especially when you're starting out or yeah when you're starting out i think like when you get close to partner or have partner numbers like that it doesn't matter at that point but especially when you start now i would say find something you like and stick with it and be consistent with it pot calling kettle black i know i haven't been consistent but um anywho <laughs> as long as and he should include Spyro, dude, Lord. Um, I think somebody's excited for Spider-Man too. Clearly. <laughs> um, but what's your take on this? Yeah, I definitely think that it's probably it probably is easier um to gain more traction when you're uh have like a and you are you fit into that niche versus being a variety streamer where you're kind of doing everything. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, but yeah, so it's easier to gain more traction if you are in, like, have like a specific game with a specific genre that you game in. Uh, makes it easier for, like, say, for promotion wise, for if gaming companies want to come up to you so like if you are a cod player you are a cod player and they know that they know your face through that like that's what you might get popular through um but it might be harder to get recognized if like oh i play cod and i play sims and i play final fantasy and i play soul games and i play this so like they might not have a way to funnel it into where your general audience is uh going to carry through through that one game um, <laughs> um but again that's really hard to do like especially if when you're coming into streaming unless you're a hardcore gamer gamer and like you just only really play a specific type of thing and that's all you ever like that's what you want to do um then it's kind of hard to find your lane, which is why people go the route sometimes of variety until they actually figure out like, oh, this is what I actually like to do. I can do more of this. Uh, Cause it's hard, it's hard to boil that down. It really is, especially if you just like gaming in general and you like, there are people who, a lot of people who just like games period and they cross all types of genres. Uh, so it's like, unless you know for a certain this is my lane. I'm beast at it. I play shooters and that's what I do. And so I can get on any shooter and I'm good. That's like your, that's your whole niche. That's your lane. You are, you are known for being, for playing shooters. Um, so it's like, but if you're not sure about that, it's like, well, I like shooters, 
but I also like playing uh, JRPGs, and I also like playing this, and I also like playing. So it's like it's hard to, to kind of boil it down if you don't if you don't have that clear vision, or maybe your vision literally is I like doing all these things, and there are successful people uh, who are variety streamers because that is what they're known for because they might. I feel like a larger section, even when you're in variety, is talking. Yeah. And that makes up a lot of a bigger part of it. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, because you can, like, bring in other things when you incorporate, like, just chatting streams. Like, it could be something as simple as reactions, or you could literally, like, make tier lists um, and, like, generate conversations that way. Um, and just, like, engage with, with yeah, engage with your community that way. So, yeah, I will say, like, I think because a lot of us, like, kind of jumped in because we were bored and didn't have uh, much else to do, um, that we just were doing whatever. But uh, I think that if you actually want to be strategic about it, I would say, just like, say you did come in in the 2020 era of just, just doing shit. Um, so I would say wipe the slate clean. <laughs> and maybe like narrow down like don't niche all the way down to like one game or one series because that is not for everyone like i don't i like you see i couldn't even like narrow down to just one game i had to at least do two franchises so um but just like narrow down a little bit so that when people um follow you they kind of know what they're gonna get into um yeah that's what i would say because before i would say before i kind of like re like basically um it's not revitalized what am i trying to say it, before basically i kind of like took a heart revamp there you go um yes thank you revamp uh before i like revamped or started to revamp twitch my twitch channel i was basically doing three different things on three different platforms well two and a half platforms because like we shoot the embassy talks podcast on twitch but we upload it to rss feed so they'll like go to other all the podcast networks so um so it was a podcast and then whatever i decided to stream on twitch and the kingdom hearts channel on youtube so it's like basically running three different channels um and trying to package it into one brand which is difficult um like no wonder i'm so tired so yeah uh revamping the twitch channel to just focus on like a genre as opposed to it just whatever i felt like i mean it's still like whatever i feel like playing but it's just more narrowed down like i do smash bros now but i do a sora main because it's like it still goes so, um, because <laughs> just doing shit was an error. It absolutely was an error. But, uh, we jump on and do whatever we wanted whenever we wanted. It was like we always talk about Twitch as the Wild Wild West, uh, sometimes. But when, baby, during COVID times, <laughs> during that whole panorama, we were just getting on here doing anything. And it was, you could do numbers. Did nobody care? Because everybody was just like, hey, it's a vibe. <laughs> going from chat to chat. Yeah. Having fun. Now it's like, oh no, you got to put like work in. 
Yeah. Yeah. You gotta put in work. Yes. Joker. Joker. I would have my rematch with Joker. That one. Did I win at least one? I feel like I won once against Joker. No, I think he won both times against me. I will have my revenge. I don't know if it'll be this week, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it if some of those things was like, hey, if niching down and creating schedules causes stress, then you don't have to do it. Um, if just swinging it is suits you better, then it might just suit you better. Uh, cause I've seen creators like grow just fine, just swinging it or just doing like not having, not necessarily having a full thought out plan, uh, or a uh, systematic, uh, way to create content. So it just kind of depends. So that would be my take. I don't, I don't think it should have gotten to be as big of a discourse as it did, but you know how Twitter be, especially streamer Twitter. Um, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts before we move on? None of that. I'm ready to get into the next part. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a mess in the next part. All right. <laughs> um, that is true. Nothing that becomes uh Twitter Discord should become as big as it does nowadays. Also true. But yeah, go on to the mess. <laughs> What better way to do mess and uh just don't care segment? Uh all right. So first up we got Miss Barrymore. Drew Barrymore uh decided is actually bringing her talk show back Miss the Strike this week, I believe. Um so yes, Drew Mary even though Drew Barrymore is SAG, she can do a talk show because a talk show show, I just looked at the website. So a talk show is not technically struck work for the actor side. However, there are writers who are striking and writers were working on her show. So that's where it, she kind of messed up because now she and whoever is coming back is scabbing the writers who are striking basically most, if not all produce works. Um, so she's clear on the, she was clear on the actor side if she just wanted to just talk into the camera. Um, but it's still she but in a way she's technically still scabbing because even if she is improving, like that's still in a way considered like taking the writer's work because writers do work on talk shows, on uh daytime talk shows. So oh, <laughs> Quick segue, real quick. Drew Barrymore is like a mixture between Oprah and Ellen, uh, but with kind feelings. Um, so it's like, yeah, like she has a major thing. So guest wise, she could just have people on there, and they will come. Because like Loki, if you've ever watched her show, it's actually Loki kind of good. Her talk show, good. It gives you the feels. It gives you like the good. That's one I say. Like it gives you that good homey homie feels from like when Oprah has regular guests on and just talking to them uh stuff like that so yeah but then also another tangent on uh Drew Barrymore she got ran up on by her stalker oh yeah uh, at a speaking engagement recently so yeah yeah that happened <laughs> she might know Harpo <laughs> right, uh- she might. But noted, but noted. 
Drew be crying on like every episode of her show. I swear, and it because she be trying to get she get you in your feels. She get you in your feels. Oh, so where Oprah was like clutching, clutching her chest, clutching her pearls, Drew, Drew be crying. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Drew go, she'll go out in the audience and sit on them and talk, like just get right up in their face and talk with them. It's like, man, <laughs> like, we still, COVID is still a thing, but she don't care. Oh, she gonna touch her people. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. So, so yes, it's a bit of a, a bit of eyebrow raise. I like as, when I saw the headline, I was like, "Money must be running out." Drew, Drew want that check. Um, but but also too, you can think about the people who on the other side, right, behind the scenes working that aren't like people who do lighting and a uh, sound boom and all that stuff. Like yeah, people because of those strikes, they're also out of work. Right. So I can see if if she's coming back for things like that, I can respect that. Yeah. It's just going to be super hard to navigate with the writer side, like you said. Yeah. Of, of writers coming back to her show, um, it's like y'all better figure it out, and uh, you better wing it on your scripts. Yeah. Uh, because she wasn't solidarity with them. She it's not like she was like anti strike or whatever. She even came out in solidarity early this year. So I do think is like he said she she's probably not only looking at her income or revenue might be fine but just like the people who are working behind the scenes with the lighting and playing with crew and all of them um and security they may just be like still out of work so um it's understandable strikes has what was that there's a package. Oh. Oh, food delivery. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I thought my alarm went off for a second. Hold on. <laughs> Hold, please, y'all. Hold for a quick pause. <laughs> uh also did you miss Charlie's Angels? Not sure you did something. I did something adjacent to dancing. Uh, is someone dropping off a package? I was like, it's like almost 10 where they are. I was like, what kind of? Oh. I didn't know they, I didn't realize they delivered so late. At least I got a package was like maybe eight o'clock and that's pushing it. I'm a mute again. Um. But uh, da, 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 da. not turn that into a graphic. <laughs> uh, I cannot. I'm just reading the chat. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, I think they stopped buzzing. Yes, that's, um, yeah, <laughs> New York, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I just assumed delivery stopped at seven, just like in the South. Yeah, no, it's food delivery, so. Oh, it's food delivery. Oh, that's different. 
Yeah, groceries. We're going to the store. Yeah, groceries. <laughs> bear, bear. <laughs> oh. Uh, package, but it's packages, packages of food. Not who said Hellman's healing. I, I shared my word with y'all on accident. <laughs> this is what it came to. Oh, that's my, you know, my frozen water. <laughs> you know, my ice. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm back. All right, cool. It was, in fact, 85. 85, I can't. I can't with you. When Hellman's healing. I'm not sharing no more of my other <laughs> Um, anything else on uh, Drew Barrymore, though? Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to see how it plays out. Yeah. Um, and like I really would love to hear like the her reasoning behind it because I feel like of course we don't know these people, but I feel like it would probably be something towards the all the people that work on my show mm -hmm. to help them. Um, and hopefully they have something arranged with the writers where it's like we're not gonna penalize you for not coming back. Right. Like is going on, hopefully. Yeah. Um the strike has been going on for a while. In fairness, so yeah, and people like need to eat, yeah, so hard, and then also they're under contracts where it's like you might have to produce a certain amount of episodes, and, right? So, yeah, there's other things going on, all right, and not so understandable news. <laughs> uh, the people who previously admitted that they don't shower. Um, decided to write letters supporting Danny Masterson after he was sentenced to 30 years in prison. Uh, if you haven't been following the study story, trigger warning first off. Um, but, um, that 70s show actor Danny Masterson who played Hyde was convicted, uh, on rape charges and was sentenced to 30 years in prison, which I thought was a big win because I was like, well, first off, Someone, had, someone else said it on Twitter, but I was like, he must have done some heinous shit to get thirty years post the event. Um, it, it is three different, yeah, three different people. So. Yeah, so to get thirty years, uh, years after that happened, um, I was like, that that had to be some heinous shit that went down. Uh, so obviously thinking of the victims, but yeah, um. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis decided to write letters. Uh, you know how people like write uh, character statements um, for people who are being sentenced and all that. So they decided to write a character statement in support of this guy. Um, saying like he was like really cool and all that. Yada, 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 yada. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is like. In fairness, she only worked with him. It, like. You don't know. I mm, I feel like just because you work with somebody and you were cool with them at work, that doesn't necessarily mean that they were a good person. Correct. Yeah. My coworkers are my coworkers. Yeah, exactly. I'm friendly at work, and they could always be like, "Hey, so great and yada yada," but you don't know me. You don't know anything I do outside of work. So. Mm. I was under the impression they were cool outside of work too. They could have been, but it's still kind of in that coworker bubble. So yeah, it, and then plus, 
realistically, who which which one of your homeboys is gonna be like, hey, I'm out here raping people? Right. So that so when people are like, oh, he was such a nice guy. To you. <laughs> correct. They don't people don't go around saying, hey, I'm a serial killer. Right. Like, no, they don't tell you these things. That's why they have a whole different persona. Uh, that they put on for everybody else, but you don't know what they do behind closed doors. And so to be like, yeah, I will. He was great with us. Yeah, he was great with you. <laughs> and yeah, that's nice for you. Yeah. But also, that's very tragic for the women that that was done too. So. Yeah. So. Um, interestingly enough, I think everybody on that show who's still alive. Uh, wrote letters supporting him with the exception with the exception of Topher Grace who played Eric and I don't think um Lord Pepperon who played uh damn Donna thank you um <laughs> uh I don't think she wrote letters so just them two that's it's it funny because I woke up to like a whole bunch of hashtags about Topher and I was like what I had no, and then it was just about Ashton and Mila in a letter, and I was like, what letter? So it took, like, literally me all day to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I wasn't, like, actively following this case. It just had popped up a few times on <laughs> I can't say it, 85. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I I was actually following the case, but you know I was just like peeping here and there the headlines. So like when like I said when he got sentenced, I was like, oh good. Um, but I wasn't expecting news about the letters to come out. Uh, which I was like, oh uh, yeah yeah he did he did. Yeah. yeah. I have something to say about something that Mario just brought up. When he said Wilbur uh, Wilmer Valderrama. Yeah. Did uh, he write like uh, did he write a letter too? First of all, that man was dating a whole child. Yeah. If you look, all his all his relationships, they have a significant age difference. Demi was underage. You can't underage. He Lindsay Lohan, underage. Yeah. It's like so and they had and it wasn't like a small, like, oh, it's a four year gap. No. Under age, correct, dirty. <laughs> Under age, period. Um, but yeah, so it's like, so the company you keep, because again, I love me some action picture, but then when you things that in the two thousands that seemed to be very acceptable, and then as we got older, and we like look at it sideways, like, wait a minute, right? Mila Kunis lied about her age to get on the show. Right. She was fourteen. She was fourteen kissing a twenty year old girl twenty year old man. She was fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. That's a freshman in high school. And that's not even a four years that yeah. Yeah. It's it's correct him. Will uh Hillary Duff too, like he had all of them. And I'm glad that Demi Loki made a song kinda <laughs> slid that in there about being you being thirty four or whatever and yeah I was like <laughs> thank you. Yeah. You like you you 
sometimes when you're in it, you don't realize how weird it is. And then you get older and you're like, wait a minute. Right. He knew better. I didn't know better because I was underage. He knew better. It's like, correct. Yes. Um, although I can say that at least Ashton and Mila didn't get together until they were, because they were in completely different relationships and didn't get together until they were like complete adults. Yeah. But still. But still. Because like Hollywood's weird like that where they were letting this grown man kiss on a 14 year old girl. And didn't check her background to make sure she was actually 18. Um, Correct. Also, slight correction. I actually don't know if Will Wilmer wrote a letter. I shouldn't say that. Um, I confused it because somebody was like, dang, Topher Grace is the only good good person that came out the show. And then some some people corrected it. It was like, well, you know, Laura got out of the Church of Scientology, so I think she's okay now. So, yeah. Um, that, that's where the confusion was. So Wilmer probably didn't write a letter. I don't know if he did, if he did or didn't, I don't know. He better not have, cause he a step behind. He still says so. It is what else. He is literally at the statutory. He added statutory in front of his. Yeah. That could have been a charge back then, but no, everybody let that slide back then. Cause people were, Hollywood. people were comparing him to Leonardo DiCaprio. And I was like. I think Leo still dates like adult, like they're technically twenty one. Correct. Like Leo also dates children, not not children like that, but he dates people who have milk behind their ears, ears, but they are of legal age. They are not. Yeah, twenty one to twenty five. He he just has a go out drinking with him. Yeah, (laughs) he just cuts him off at twenty five. Um. Correct. Correct. It's still weird and creepy as much as I love Leonardo DiCaprio, but yeah, he has a thing. And he likes he likes his early twenties girls. That's it. But um, the whole cast of Mid Minds Venom was messing up. Yeah, they were. Yeah, but anywho, so yeah, that happened. Um, I I was more so surprised they thought it was cool to write a letter or in support. I mean, they should have known. Look what happened with, uh, I mean, Iggy, considering I care about Iggy Azalea anyway, but look what happened <laughs> with Iggy Azalea writing a letter for uh, Tory Lanez. Uh, like, everybody who wrote a letter, they're like, really, y'all? Really? Really? So, same thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh-huh. all right. And moving right to the long... So Firefest, we got a date for Firefest too. If any of y'all are interested, um, <laughs> let's go get lost on an island. Hey, as a uh, as if we really need a, a repeat of apparently what's happening at Burning Man right now. But anyway, um, so Firefest two is supposed to take place on December 6, twenty twenty four. So y'all going to go in the dead of cold. Um, anyway. And tickets range for from four hundred ninety nine dollars to seven thousand and nine hundred nine eight thousand dollars. It ranges from five hundred to eight thousand dollars. That's how, how much it ranges. Did they already sell out again? <laughs> or like they're like or like the VIP ones? They might, the VIPs might have sold out. Oh lord, I love rich people who throw their money away. Can you come throw it away on me? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, just saying. If you want, you want to throw your money away for no reason, give it to me. 
Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> I I actually don't see. I mean, I I highly doubt Ja Rule will be involved in this one, so I don't know who the hitliner slash promoter is going to be on this round. It's the fact. Chelsea Ja. I really I really hope he's not <laughs> roped into this one. He's he's already in a whole bunch of foolishness on his own. So yeah, and once again, Fifty Cent is blaming the hell out of him for it. Um, (laughs) but that's funny. Not him being a funny man. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's the fact too that Firefest is coming back, and he was planning this shit while he was in jail still. Like, yes. he had it all figured out. And I'm like, y'all, he paid his debt to society by learning that he didn't pay his debt to society. And he's like, I'm just gonna go ahead and do it again. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, y'all, y'all saw, y'all want some little ham sandwiches? <laughs> so, okay. Now, $500, no. Uh, so, yeah so that's happening december 6 2024 get your tickets while they're still on um <laughs> i'll be waiting for the documentary part two uh, <laughs> oh because that oh please we need a part two documentary because <laughs> oh boy if y'all saw that if you know you know Ooh. <sighs> they, they probably don't even use helmets they probably use uh dupes yeah, more likely. Craft, even. They probably use <laughs> Craft or Dollar Store. Looks like the no name brands. They probably just say Mayo on it. <laughs> uh, all right. Weekly Roundup. So, going to start off the weekly roundup with. Uh, Stream Deck was being a little slow. All right. Diddy. Um. So apparently, uh, Diddy resigns his bad boy publishing rights back to artists and songwriters. Uh, Mays, Faith Evans, The Locks, 112, and the state of Biggie, uh, Notorious B.I.G., are among the creators who have already signed agreements to gain those rights. Um, and uh, interestingly, allegedly, the rights were already, uh, or the rights were almost due to for return anyway. So I, it's one of those like, yeah, Diddy went ahead and reassigned it, but was, was it because the deadline was just coming up and he was like, here y'all go, you can have the last two weeks worth? Uh, <laughs> make him, I mean, that in true Diddy fashion, probably make him look good. Yeah. Probably why. <laughs> but here you go. Here's your stuff back. I know I took this from you and I've been holding on to it, but here you go, finally. Yeah, I think it's, I'm going to say it's a bad picture. That's on me because I didn't feel like downloading uh, or converting to a PNG. Um, I mean, it's all right. It's just Diddy, P. Diddy, Sean Diddy, Combs, Puff Daddy, Love. Uh, what's it? Love, I know Love is the new name. Uh, whatever else. Farisha's man. He's not her man. I thought they, uh, wait, did they break up? I thought they broke up. Or did she just say she was? She was tired they, of. They just be on whatever. <laughs> they, they doing their own thing. I don't question it no more. I was like, I, I'm a whole polyamorous. I don't question whatever her, <laughs> whatever Christian and Christian man do. 
Um. Hey, yeah, well, baby, whatever. I've been uh, clearly, I've been out the loop of like some news like that. He's like six. He's not sixty-seven. He's like fifty-something. I think. <laughs> um. And then people asked her if she knew about it. She's like, yes, we talked about that. So she knew about the baby. It's just why I was like, I don't, I'm a whole polyamorous. So I don't question. However, they're, they're uh, relationship is that they business. He pretty much. So, so yeah. So uh, they can, and I'd be like, I just be like with the overpopulation of the world that he's doing single handedly. But yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. That happened. So the jokes about did he not paying his artists are null and void, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right. And then last up, we're gonna do this. Uh, last time we were on, but we ran out of time. So I figured, did you watch the re uh, the um? One year reunion or no? I watched some of the episodes. I haven't finished watching it. That's my. I need to finish it probably tomorrow. Okay, I won't spoil anything. But it's not about the one year reunion uh, for this season. But um, so Love Is Blind alum Nick Thompson, who was with Danielle Rule, uh, season three because season four was the one we just watched. So season three, Love Is Blind, or was it season two? Which one was it? No, it was season two. Season two, yeah. Because season three was uh, SK. Oh, Lord. Um, oh, Lord, SK. <laughs> uh, Anyways, Raven's doing so much better in life. I love that for her. I love that for her. But uh, yeah, so season two, Nick Thompson, who's, uh, who had, did the engagement and did the altar, or was engaged to Daniel Rule. And did the living together? No, they said yes at the altar, and then they broke up later. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. That season two where nobody stayed together. All right. So he says he's going to be homeless after being paid ten thousand uh, for ten weeks of filming and no discussion of residual pay. Uh, in his own words, he said, "I can't get a job because people don't take me seriously. I was a VP in software for five years, so it's not like I don't have a track record of experience or success." Which to me. I'm kind of surprised of like, you can't just like go to some obscure company and work for them. But I mean, I, you know, job market might be iffy, so I don't know. Um, I didn't realize that at least his own role in Love is Blind, because they were fairly like, like vanilla. Um, but I, I didn't realize like his own role in Love is Blind, like, took him out the running for getting a job um but i will say it, it is kind of it is kind of messed up that they only get paid ten thousand uh with no residual but that's yeah. part of the whole strike deal anyway with netflix but go ahead yeah. i would say yeah they only get paid that but then when you think about it too they end up cycling these people and instead of like getting new people to go on different shows they just cycle them through and they're like okay well you're on love is blind so let's put you on Love. What's the other one? Love. Oh, uh, like too hot to handle is one. 
and then another was um it love was something. yeah it was another show where they love ba- island? no not love island no but they got a second chance basically because they were rejected yeah yeah they, that they show like, yeah they funnel through these shows like even ultimatum like you'll see people funnel through all the different shows yeah and they just kind of got smart to it uh and like let's recycle people give them the same exact people characters and throw them together uh and they just got to keep doing it it's going to be wash rinse repeat uh over and over lather rinse repeat there we go (laughs) um so like that's the whole thing with the netflix people and other networks do it too like because at this point now you have people from survivor on big brother big brother on uh MTV, uh, the challenge, and then like the sh- like they all kind of just are co co mingling on different shows now. Um, so yeah, and it's he doesn't sound too bright. If you didn't have a plan after you got off this show, because for you to be someone like I'm a senior vice president of whatever, and I've been working on this for five years, so you telling me you didn't have a job lined up? You telling me that you left this? And how the fuck are you homeless? If you was the senior VP for years, uh, how, how sway, how, where are your investments? <laughs> I know you're not stupid. I know you're not stupid. So come on now. I'm not buying this, but if you are, then that just means that you're sucky at like money management. So yeah. Maybe that was, my two cents. maybe that was part of the reason they got divorced. Right. Cause ain't no way. Yeah. That's why I was, it was a little eyebrow reason. Cause I was like, if, yeah yeah even if you were on a reality show i was like some i feel like some obscure company somewhere would take you but when you're saying that you're okay so senior vice president levels you're making in the six-figure range yeah so how are you going you're saying that you were on a show for 10 weeks and now you're broke Mid mid to high six figure range at that if it was private sector. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Claims claims are a little iffy on that, but yeah. It yeah. We're not bringing up baby box. Thank you very much. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not gonna try and get on the Firefest team. I cannot. <laughs> I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're hiring. Right, itching for a job. There you go. Um, I thought it was interesting what you said though, because uh, essentially, like reality TV was. Well, I won't say they were the first, but I was like, they essentially created their own multiverse. Mhm. They did. They're just like, let's just recycle these people. Yeah. And then you'll see them on another show. You'll be like, wait, weren't they on? And you're like, yep. <laughs> yeah, sure were. Because even somebody who was on a show I watched on Netflix, um, like they were in a castle thing and they were like, doing puzzles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she and en- she ended up being on Big Brother. And I was like, since when? <laughs> um, so I'm like, yeah, they just they they go through the same companies. Uh, for the casting companies, and they just use them over and over again. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
MTV's was original and it was a good. Real World Road Rules was the was the bomb back in the day. I used to want to be on Road Rules for some reason as a kid. And I was like, yes, getting the real world, real world road rules challenge, yes. And then they found out it, and it just started just being just the real world, just them challenge, but like with all the OG people that are from the road rules were still on it. Like, yeah. But oh yes. Yeah, I didn't. I came into MTV like fairly late-ish, but my dream was to like be on the guy co- guy code girl code universe briefly. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, M, you know, upbringings for people is like, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I said latish. Um. <laughs> like, like at the Kevin Stage show, and they said the joke, and then only the only the church kids got it he was like well, break it down for you because i was like i don't know i was like i don't nip i didn't get that one and so he broke it down i'm like oh that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yes <laughs> yes it, it'd be me <laughs> um <laughs> it'd be me. oh uh yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else before we close out, though? Um, I feel like there was, but I just don't know. So if not, we will catch it next week. <laughs> okay. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll be back next week. Um, because I'll be I'll be back in town by then. Um, because I don't think I'd be able to stream. Friendly. I don't think my laptop's stream friendly, so yeah. But I'll be back in town by then. Knock, knock on wood. I should be back in town by then. Um. But uh, all right. Thank y'all for coming out to another episode of the NBC Talks podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week. 